Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're done talking to our demons. We're done talking to our lack. We're done reciting our failures. We're done reciting our sins. We're done reciting the reasons for our brokenness. We're done reciting the reasons for our pain, reasons for our rejections, reason for our abuse. And we lay it all at the foot of the cross. We, lay, we give nothing the power to speak a word over us that's better than the word of Jesus. Better than the blood of Jesus. We declare nothing will defeat the blood of Jesus. Nothing will be an excuse to get away from your wholeness, your healing, your life, your restoration. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Not your stupidity, not mine. Not anything that's been done to us, not nothing that we can do to ourselves. Nothing will keep you from God loving you to death and to life. You and I have got to determine that there is only one word in our lives. The minute when we put an asterisk next to the name of Jesus and say, yeah, but it's over. It's over. You... The fundamental core of religion is what I call the Jesus Plus program. Yes, Jesus, but. Yes, Jesus, but. Listen. You know where... There is no but. Because when you and I add something to Jesus, we've removed Jesus from the equation. All we're left with is the plastic bobblehead Jesus because it's either his work or it's ours anybody found your work ain't work Jack it's either his work in us and through us or it's nothing I want to say this if you don't like the life you have perhaps it's not the life you've been given If you don't like the life you have, maybe you just haven't unwrapped the present. There's more presence under that tree, the cross of Christ. Whatever you and I need is under the tree. But anybody here, when you've been waiting, have decided to help Jesus out. How did that go for you? Don't do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Not going to do it. This is so important because there, I'm going to say, I've said this a thousand times, but I'll say it again. The gospel is utter simplicity. If you've made it complicated, you've lost it. It's it. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does that mean? Pray. 
personhood is impossibly complex. I will spend the rest of my life getting to know Masha, and I will barely scratch the surface. Jesus is God. We'll spend the rest of our life unpacking that present. There's more than you and I could ask, think, or imagine. He's so good. But what I want to say is, so what's the simplicity? Whatever I'm going through, Jesus! What sometimes we do, the way we back away from Jesus is I hear a testimony of how Jesus led them to walk through something. And then I try to walk through it the same way they did, minus one tiny little thing. I try to do it by myself with, are you tracking with me? I'm trying to do something rather than walk with someone. Anybody found that what works for somebody else doesn't work for you? Anybody have 43,542 books of seven, seven steps to a happy life? No, what I wanted to say is, at the end of the day, I was talking with Masha, we were talking about this week, you know, our goal is to work ourselves out of a job. I need, my, when I get up here and talk, you know my one goal is that you quit listening to me and start listening to Jesus. That's the whole point. The whole point is to realize you have Jesus and that's enough. You don't need me to be smart. You don't even need me to be funny. You need to recognize and to be reminded you've got Jesus. Because you get me at worst 45 minutes a week. But you take Jesus with you every step of the way. I Listen, when, when, uh, when Rich... Uh, and, and Liz are going door to door. They're not giving out biscuits. They're giving out Jesus. Because William gets to take Jesus home with him. Listen, the world doesn't need you and me. It needs him. The Lord, world doesn't need another 12-step program. Listen, if your answer to sin is white-knuckled living, you haven't opened the present yet. I'm serious. It's not, I, I'm, listen, this is not about shame. I've said this before. If I'm sitting there and I'm 12 presents deep into my, Chris, into my Christmas, anybody here had the like race? Like I, I know some people have like the feeding of the piranhas on Christmas. They just like release the kraken. Like the kids just devouring like papers going everywhere. You know, if that, if oh, my brothers open 12, I'm like, sorry for you. I've only opened three. <laughs> Why? Because I got more to open. (laughs) I'm not shamed because I haven't opened a present. I'm encouraged because I haven't opened. There's one still there for me. If you haven't yet discovered that Jesus is enough for your broken sexuality, if you haven't realized he's enough for your rejection, if you haven't realized he's enough for your addiction, guess what? There's more. But it's not in 12 steps. It's in Jesus. One step. Every dumb thing I've done is when I took my hand off the cross and went looking for something. Everything I need is within arm's length of the cross. Why? Because I haven't left the cross. Either he did it all or he did nothing. I don't care what it is. Listen. Um, my daughter had a sleepover a, a while back. 
And at dinner, as we're just eating dinner, the girls started talking about the things that they were tormented by, the fears. One girl is like, I'm afraid of death. I know I'm a believer, but I'm afraid of death. I said, well, you know, the thing about death, it's like if I tell Danya I'm coming by to pick her up, I'm not really worried. She's not worried. Whenever I pick her up, she knows. She doesn't know what's going to happen, but she knows I'll be with her, right? But we kept talking about it, and I realized these girls were so tormented by fear, and it turned out every one of them was afraid of the dark. And so we taught them. We said, listen, let me tell you how you do this, how you take thoughts captive. Take a thought, notice it, take it to Jesus and ask him what he says. All four, three of these girls sleeping in a strange house slept through the night like babies. All I did was give them Jesus. All, listen, when we do our little technique for praying for healing, you know why we give you a technique? Is because otherwise some of you will go, and add a little bit of you to it. You don't be needed. I, this is what Jesus says to me all the time. He said, if you will advertise that I'm about to show, show up and get out of the way so I can, then I will. But if you got to do the work, um, I don't know. How, are you good at this? <laughs> there is the same thing with taking captive thoughts. I just take it to Jesus. You, I mean, if you guys have watched my videos or whatever during the week, my answer to every single thing is take it to Jesus. There's no other options. James put it this way, you lack wisdom, go ask Jesus, right? Whatever it is, but it's not levels and devils and this, that, and the other thing. If you, it's not getting smarter, it's not having the revelation. There is one revelation. You know what it's called? The revelation of Jesus Christ. We got a whole book called that. And if you read the revelation of Jesus Christ and you get the antichrist, you missed it. The whole point of revelation is so you go, whoa, Jesus. If you get whoa on a pale horse, you missed it. <laughs> Don't get me started. Are we raptured or not? Dude, I am enraptured with the Holy One. Yeah. You can get raptured on young time. I do will not allow anything to distract me from his gaze. I will allow nothing to pull me off the place, the high place of his love and grace. I will not allow anything to distract me. You worry about yourself. I'm very serious about this because every single one of us have learned levels and devils, haven't we? Every single one of us have learned tricks. If you just know this, if you just do this, it's garbage, it's true. But I'll put it this way. Paul said the reason why he was so vociferous, so violent against religion, he said, I went to the bottom in it. I was a Pharisee of Pharisees. I was the best of the best. And you know what I say? Well, I'll say, this is what the scripture says. Sorry, but Paul said it. He said, I consider my works as useful as a used up menstrual rag. That is what dirty rags we say. No, he was like, what use is it? None. My own efforts are useless, but his are effective. His are effective. And you know what? If it's not working for you, I submit that's because it's you, not him. That's been my testimony. <laughs> Every time I'm like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Anybody blame Jesus? Jesus is like, oh, if I was in it, I'd be with you with it. <laughs> Jesus, where are you? Well, I'm with you, <laughs> but not in that. 
Jesus, why won't you bless this? Because I never gave it to you in the first place. Gird yourselves up. You ain't ready for this. I, I want... So here's my question. What have you... Because listen, I'm not standing on a high horse staring down at you. <laughs> Ask Masha. <laughs> I'm better at you at adding things to Jesus. But I may be quicker at you than you at recognizing when it ain't working. When we recognize it's not working, that's the point when we have two choices. We talked about this with Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, they realize suddenly, oh, we have this encounter, we have this experience in our life from sin that shows us sin is simply trying to meet our own needs by our own efforts. And suddenly, it's not working out well, right? Suddenly, I feel vulnerable, I feel icky, and vulnerability will either lead you to Jesus or lead you to shame. How, what's the difference? It's my choice to run to Jesus. They had in that moment a chance to run to Jesus, and what did they do? They hid. See, when that shows up, when a experience of shame, because the devil's always gracious, loving, and kind to remind you when you screwed up. Anybody found that to be true? And in fact, remind you over and over and over again. In that moment, when it shows up, I have one, I have a moment to capture that shame and drag it to Jesus. Take every thought captive. And in that moment, or I can do fig leaves. Anybody done fig leaves? No? I'm so proud. I had two men this week call me up to burn their fig leaves. Because they said, I don't want, I don't want to hide. It's not working. You know, the reason why G John says, if we will confess our sins one to another, we may be healed. It's not so they can beat us. It's so that, they, that, listen, I told one guy, I said, listen, I'm excited for you. He said, I wasn't calling you for an attaboy. I said, no, the bravery of you to call me. That's amazing. I said, and listen, to, and we began to dissect and find the glory of God in the middle. I said, it's, you're doing so much better than you would have in the past. That's true. We need people who will rally around us and speak the truth of Christ over us when we're dumber than a box of rocks. Listen, if you are in, anybody here had an intelligent conversation all by yourself at 3 a.m.? <laughs> There's a really good reason why everybody hates me. There's a really good reason why we're all going to die. There's a really good reason. When you have that conversation all by yourself, you're not all by yourself, just so you know. You are being counseled by your demons. Now, I want to say something really quick about demonization. Demonization, the word possess, de demon possession is actually not in the Bible. The word is actually demonized, kind of like you get an infection. An infection. In other words, you got a dog gnawing on your leg, but you are not the dog, and the dog doesn't own you unless you let that dog tell you what to do. Same thing. We will have, we will be, anybody here been tormented by thoughts? Guess what? If you, the thought comes from the enemy, but if you grab hold of it, it becomes yours, free of charge. In that moment, the moment I recognize what's happening inside or outside of me is not what Jesus promised, I've got one stop shop Jesus. No asterisks needed. 
Jesus, what do you say? Jesus, what do you want to do? They said this. They said, I'm going to die. They said, I, they're going to sue me within an inch of my life and take my business away. They said that, that I will never achieve anything. They said this. Don't dialogue with it. He's smarter than you are. Go to Jesus. What do you say? There's no other options. There's no other options. There's no. When the devil comes and tells you you're going to die, you know what that is? That's an item on his menu. Would you like to die? I'm going to die? Well, yes, you are. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's the special we're running today. Anybody found that when you believe you're rejected, you reject everyone so they reject you? Who are my, who are my, my superstar rejectioners? Yes, come on. I'm going to reject everybody else so they won't reject me. I was doing good until I believed the lie that I was rejected, and then suddenly I became rejected. <laughs> Worry, anxiety is praying to the devil to make the very thing I'm afraid of happen. Worry and anxiety are praying to the devil that the thing that I don't want to happen, how does it, it's praying to the devil about the thing I don't want to happen. But if I pray to the devil about the thing I don't want to happen, I'm actually empowering the devil to bring it into my life. That's why Jesus said, do not worry. He didn't say, don't worry unless there's a very good reason. He didn't say, do not worry unless the IRS has sent you a bill. There's three people in here today, you've gotten a notice from the IRS and you have lost Jesus, you've lost your mojo, you've lost your bladder control. And I want you to know, Jesus is not impressed with the IRS. We have testimonies in this house of hundreds of thousands of dollars being erased from IRS bills. But if you're impressed with the IRS, you won't be impressed with Jesus and therefore Jesus can't speak a better word. Anybody here, you have a problem, you've gone to a friend and they attempted to encourage you, and by the end they needed encouragement? <laughs> what does that say? It says, I come, let us magnify my problem together, that we might too die. What you magnify, you empower. What you focus on, you release. And so if you do not like what's happening on the inside, you do not like what's happening in your life. Take it to Jesus and ask him what he says. Quit. Here's the deal. But you know what that makes me do? I lose the opportunity to do what? Blame. Remember what Adam did in the garden? First thing. First thing. Dang, he was good. Like he was like, he went straight to the top of the class. What did he do? First he gets some, he hides. And then when God comes looking for him, tender, loving, and kind, Dang, Adam, where are you? We hid. He's like, why? Because we were naked. Why? Who told you that? He doesn't even answer the question. What does he do? It was the woman you gave me. I don't know what's going on, but it was you and her together. <laughs> I'm voting you all off my island. Blame. I lose all right to blame. Anybody here tried to explain to God why somebody else is going to hell? Or, or trying to at least buy a ticket for him? Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever had the discussion where you're like, yeah, God goes, you need to forgive me. You're like, yeah, but let me explain what they did. At which point Jesus will say things like this to me. Oh, wow. Did they whip you with like scourges? Did they crucify you? Well, metaphorically. <laughs> Father, forgive them. Amen. It's either all or it's nothing. It's either all him. He is the judge, or I am. 
There's no in-between. There is no in-between. It's either all him or it's all me. Anybody want all of me? I don't even want all of me. <laughs> but the thing is, did anybody hear that every time things go bad, okay, okay, so we have our rejectioners. I love that we're honest people. Thank you. Isn't that great, Amanda? I love it. Okay, so here's, here's another one. The blame. When anything goes bad, who are my quitters? I was a quitter. Like, like literally, it goes bad, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to. Come on, where are my quitters? Come on. They're like, I've already quit. No. No, I had this interior word in me. Every time things got hard, I go, I quit. Somebody hurt me. I quit. I screwed up. I quit. Okay, but who are my blood? Oh, my life. Yeah. Masha found me. She had the eyes of faith. Let's just say that. All right, but here's another one. Here's another one is... um, uh, who here, when things go bad, you immediately find someone to blame? Come on. Come on, blamers. Come on. Yay. And there's a, okay, oh, forget others. There's a good reason why I'm doing so bad. Come on. You like build a legal case to justify your patheticness. That's me. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's 43 reasons why I'm a mess. I'm a blah, 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 blah. What have I done? I have declared this has a, speaks a better word over me than Jesus. This has power over me rather than Jesus. And in that moment, you and I have got to decide who has the only word. But if I do this, they'll reject me. If your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you in. Listen, I don't know. See, this is why tricks and trying to copy other people doesn't work because they're walking a different life and walk than you are. They have different people to deal with. They have different crazy people on their island. And it doesn't work, but I can say, go to Jesus. He'll guide you into what? All righteousness. It says we have what? Everything we need for life and godliness. Being like God in this life through what? Knowing him. Present tense. Anybody found that you had a revelation of God yesterday that doesn't work today? Listen, I can't live on yesterday's revelation of Masha because Masha is an unrepeatable person and unrepeatable on any given day. (laughs) Anybody found that to be true? If if you realize what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do the, uh, the duck hunt at the carnival, trying to knock off every little metal duck of what you and I add on to Jesus so that you and I are left with only him. Because when we're left with only him, there's a simplicity of, Jesus, what do you say? Jesus, what should I do? Jesus, Jesus. And I don't leave that place without a present tense word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds, present tense, from the mouth of God. Nobody can hear God for you. Listen, I'll tell you what. One of the reasons why the prophetic has been so purified during this election is there's a whole bunch of us who have given other people the authority to hear God for us. That is not the point of the prophetic. That's the point of psychics. The point of the prophetic is to point you to a God, to encourage you that a God loves you and wants to talk with you so you'll talk with him yourself. 
Listen, if you have allowed any mediator, no matter how good they look on the stage, no matter how powerful and mighty they are, to be stand between you and God, to speak for God for you, if, even if it's, especially if it's me, <laughs> I'm not qualified, especially if it's me, no! I've said it before, the sickest, weirdest thing is when the matchmaker goes on the honeymoon. All the point of people in our lives is to point us back to Jesus. Point us back to Jesus. John was staring at the biggest heresy, a heresy that continued to grow after John's death, the heresy of Gnosticism, of secrets and tricks and spirituality, hyper-spirituality. And he was staring at Gnosticism and at the end of his life, looking that actually the church diminished for a while and there were more Gnostics than there were Christians in the church. And you know what he said? Y'all don't need no teachers. You don't need any teachers. You have the Holy Spirit. But you're allowing these super spiritual teachers to rob you of your joy and your hope and your ability to hear Jesus for yourself. If you and I would hold simply to this, if we would not gussy up the fruit of our lives, right? We wouldn't call deep depression the joy of the Lord. I'm really joyful. Smells like a turd. If we would quit gusting up the fruit of our lives and acting like it is something it is not, then we would be able to bring it to Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm made of man. I need a change. And he says, that's good because I have the robes of righteousness for you. It's that simple. Unless it's not, in which case then it won't be. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Listen, there's some of you, you have 43,000 words and you're waiting on the next word to change your life. You have a word. Do you know what his name is? Jesus. He is the word. Y'all don't need another word. You're like, Jesus, my life would be great if you get rid of the person sitting next to me. Oh, so God's like, in his, it, it, God can't bless you because, uh, oh, wow, I didn't realize that person was more powerful than Almighty God. What have you and I given authority in our lives to rob us of the power of Almighty God? You and I have got to determine nothing Nothing, nothing, not a spouse, not a child, not a job, not a boss, not an infirmity, not a, a, a bank account will separate me from the present tense love of God in Christ Jesus, through which I have all power to do everything he leads me to do. And it's today, and it's going to bring forth fruit and fruit that remains. If we could have the worship team come up. We're going to skip the sermon today. Oh, Jesus. Jesus! Ugh! Nothing, nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Jesus, you alone will speak the better word of our life. You alone will be Lord of our lives. Only you alone will be magnified. We renounce everything that we have magnified in your place. We renounce everything that we've given authority of our lives. We declare you alone are Lord. No demon of hell, no bank account, no IRS, no spouse, no child, no nothing will rob us of the joy 
that you have given us through your blood, Jesus.